Hey guys, welcome to the Ducks and Dogs podcast. My name is Mike and I am here joined by Matt Schwaz, both of us of Fifth Quarter Sports and CFB Home. And welcome to episode three of the Ducks and Dogs podcast. How you doing today, Matt? I'm doing great. I'm finally back in my dorm room, but there's no AC, so I'm sweating to death. But here we are. <laughs> I'm rolling. In, I'm in Florida, so even if there is AC, I'm sweating yeah. to death. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> we both so, feel that pain, I suppose. So what do you, what do you want to get out of the way first? Do you want to get the drawn out? We've talked about it a million times topic out of the way first, or do you want to get one of the new, more interesting topics? Uh, you know what? Let's go right out of the gate with uh, name image likeness. Let's do it. I'm down right. for it. Yeah. So obviously um, the NCAA recently, or I guess the Supreme court ruled nine zero uh, in favor of, I think laws that would allow for college athletes to pretty much obviously name image likeness earn money off of their personal branding that would come with their name and stuff. So obviously with that, the Supreme court's basically giving the NCAA the middle finger, like, okay, you can't do this anymore. These athletes should be able to be paid and compensated for their name and image and likeness. Um, and what that means for the Pac-12, I mean, I mean, you want to start that topic off, Mr. Oregon? Yeah, so uh, one thing, it just passed through the Oregon house, so that's not bad. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. And uh, yeah. I'm pretty much, I'm excited because, so I don't know if many people realize this, Oregon now has only one, but two of the hundred richest men in the world as boosters. Yeah. <laughs> Two. Two of them. That, huh? <laughs> Pat Kilkenny is worth billions. And if anyone wants to ever question how how uh, invested he is into the program, he was our athletic director. The name, image, and likeness. We got Nike. We have relationships with Disney. The Duck was Donald Duck for how long? Shit, my entire life. Forever. I still he still looks like Donald Duck. Yeah. Uh, and you got pretty much everything, man. Like, there is no reason Oregon shouldn't be one of the teams who benefits most from the name and image likeness deal. There's no reason for us not to be. Oh, yeah. 100%. And in the rest of the Pac-12, I mean, you're looking at USC, you're looking at UCLA, Stanford. I think Washington right now, just from my side of things, they're going to struggle for a bit just because national brand-wise, they're not on par with those other teams. But... I think eventually you're going to see people are going to start to realize the pull of Microsoft, the pull of Amazon. Um, I mean, I could just go down the list, all those tech, uh, that big tech district that's at Redmond in Seattle. I mean, you have a lot of big corporations there that's going to have some potential for that. So I think Washington. Yeah, I think they'll realize once there's money in it, they'll get into it. I mean, you got to realize it's a corporate, you know, business. If they can make money, they're going to make money. Right. And it's, you know, it's going to benefit both parties at the end of the day. You're going to have kids. I mean, all over the country, you're going to start to see kids just going to places for big brands. You're going to see probably, you know, those big teams in the SEC get kids for that. You're going to see, I think it'll benefit teams even like, I don't know, Nebraska, possibly not too much, but UNLV. Nebraska, Texas. I like bringing UNLV. them up. I like bringing them up. Yeah. Tell me that I mean, they're kind of your. They're in Vegas. It definitely could. I think being in Vegas, I them and although Nevada's in Reno, isn't it? Nevada's in Reno. I think it is in Reno. Yeah, uh, UNLV so. seems to have a bigger fan base, even though Nevada's better at football. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. 
Probably got that basketball crowd rooting. Did you see with the NIL stuff? Did you see what University of Florida said? Yeah, because they're saying that boosters can't uh, give athletes money, right? That's what. So let me read it for you. University of Florida Athletics Department has issued its own set of NIL rules. Among them, UF boosters may not compensate or arrange compensation to a current or prospective intercollegiate athlete for her or his name, image, likeness. Are they shooting themselves in the foot with that? Like, why? Oh, dude, with the rest of the SEC, it's very stupid. Like, come on now. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, literally, Georgia's going to release a statement that says, we are going to allow. Like, what? Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know, dude. I don't even know what they're thinking, to be honest with you. But <sighs> power to them, I guess, with that crap. I mean, Florida's already kind of... uh I mean, they've won that division. Them and Georgia have been the only two teams winning that division recently, but I mean, on a national stage, you haven't really seen Florida do much. So I think if you want to get over that hump, you need to really help your team out with name, image, likeness. I'm not going to lie. I live in Florida, so I have to deal with a lot of crap talk with UF and Florida State fans about how, oh yeah, we've been better than Oregon lately, but like, you haven't made a playoff, so have you really? Yeah, have you really? Have you really? <laughs> I'm going to start pulling the Washington thing. And then they start pulling a Washington to be like all-time record, even though the one game we played them, they didn't allow our quarterback and running back to play because of the color of their skin. Hmm. So hey, like, but all-time record, really... all-time record, exactly. though. All-time hey, record, though. Exactly. Hey, like, hey. We're not, they, <laughs> hey, there's not an asterisk for racism on the, uh, yeah, on the schedule, right? Not. So there is for COVID. There's not, not for racism, apparently. <laughs> so, you know, hey, priorities there, right? <laughs> it makes no sense. So we have two more topics. One's going to take a lot longer than the other. Yeah. First one being um, the JTT update. This isn't going to take as long. We can knock this out of the out of the way. Yeah, we can. We can knock it out. We can definitely knock it out. So for those who don't know, JTT took his visit to Oregon uh, recently, right? Past couple days. Um, it's a big deal. Oregon, <laughs> Oregon brought out. out the big guns, Everyone. pretty much bringing a lot of their major. They brought Marcus Mariota, right? Justin Herbert. Um, I mean, you got DeForest Buckner on campus. Eric Armstead. Hello, Nada. Uh, yeah, like just all those dudes. They're they were there Damn, for and JTT, and I mean, three if you really want to, all pro defensive lineman is huge. Yeah, if you really want to set yourself uh, out from the crowd, which what he's visited Washington, USC, and Ohio State so far. Mm -hmm. Alabama's the only one left, right? Mm -hmm. If you want to separate yourself from those other schools, I mean. I Had didn't see any of those schools doing any of that. So. To be fair, out, like with outside of uh, USC, Ohio State, and Alabama, can the other schools do it? You can you maybe have, make an argument you for have good Wash. Players, but do you guys yeah. have a Marcus Mariota to throw out there? Do see, you... that's, that's the thing. Those high-caliber players, I mean, you're potentially looking at bringing back maybe your first-round picks, but they'll, I don't know. They're if solid guys, but they're not they're, guys who are everybody's They're not a Marcus favorite. Mariota. They're yeah. not a Justin Herbert. They're not, you know, these huge names in college and pro football. Exactly. Um, it's, it's, it's Now, Bama obviously has more pros and better pros than us. I'm not going to say they don't. But, but I don't know if it's in Nick Saban's pocket to do something like that, is it? I don't know. It's in our pocket to do whatever we want. Because, like, yeah. what's the NCAA going to do? Sue us? Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Disney tried and lost. Yep. So, I mean. So, uh, how do you feel yeah. about, like, how, what do you think that does could do for our chances, in your opinion? Just as a Washington fan, I mean, rival team, as a what Washington do you think? Fan, 
outside looking in, I'm still a firm believer, I will die on this hill until he commits to wherever, that Washington still has a solid chance at JTT. I think um, the feedback that we got just from him and his family regarding the visit was very good. Right. But you see Oregon pulling out the big guns and a lot of recruits that have gone there, if you will notice, have really emphasized how it feels like a family there, which is big for pulling these Washington recruits, which Oregon's not super far from home, but it's still not Washington State. Right. Like that's Mm -hmm. still a five, six hour drive. It's still away from home. But emphasizing that family aspect like no other school has guys from the east. Yeah. And I think. When that's something you emphasize, I think a lot of college football programs use that as an implied thing. Like mm-hmm. they bring it up maybe in the team meetings or when you're sitting with the coaches. But you don't really experience like it until you're there. Yeah. And that's sort of a thing that teams, I think, gloss over, um, especially for the parents. Because obviously, I don't know. I mean, JTT's parents, parents seem like love great people. Mario. But they, I mean, they, I assume they have a little say. Not that they're going to, you know, deny wherever JTT wants to go, but they're mm-hmm. in his ear about what they think i'm sure um parents love mario and parents do love mario they love Oregon. they love that family atmosphere that's a great way to sell your family and if you see your family's all in on something like that i mean you know it's it's kind of hard to beat that now obviously you're going to be competing with all the local the local hubbub about being the hometown hero at washington you're going to have to compete with being the best, you know, competing with the best of the best at Alabama, competing for national titles and playoffs at Ohio State, USC, they're in Cali. <laughs> Name, image, and likeness might help them. I mean, they're still a pretty big, pretty big college football brand, right? So I think Oregon really like brought themselves back up to the rest of the pack. And honestly, like I still think he's going to go to Washington just because I'm trying to speak it into existence. <laughs> but at this point, we're going to have to see how the Alabama visit goes. Because for me, it's like neck and neck with everybody except maybe USC. I think USC might be a little bit out of that conversation now. So now, as a college football playing lineman, how would you feel after like having a room with those? Like, Just ignore the quarterbacks, the yeah. three defensive linemen. Haloti Nada, DeForest Buckner, and Eric Armstead. I mean, that's got to be crazy for any recruit, right? Like a lot of those guys, I'm sure. When we were young, Haloti Nada was like, <laughs> oh, he was that. Yeah, and DeForest Buck. I mean, De- DeForest Buckner is up no, there. Our with, high school years, with, right? I think so. Around freshman, just sophomore year. I'm, I'm pretty sure DeForest Buckner is definitely some guy you could do a case study on, just looking on how he plays. How much of a freak that dude is! Oh, he's Holy such crap, a monster! But I think you also, if you're in that conversation for looking at D line, Ohio State looks really, really good. Underrated aspect: Eric Armstead, football player, D line, played basketball for Oregon. Very true, because he's also is he still looking to play basketball? Who? Uh, JTT. JTT. Yes. Yeah. Because that was on, I know that was on the cards. He said, uh, I think a month ago, basketball was his first love and he still loves basketball. Okay. So, I mean. That's why we, so we just recently offered him a basketball. Offered him for basketball. Yeah. I was going to say, because I saw something. I'm sure for Washington, he could, he could probably, you know, commit for the football team and walk onto that (laughs) basketball team, be a starter, you know? (laughs) Um, You'll offer him for basketball. Okay. That's what I thought. (laughs) I assumed that but I didn't know off the top of my head because it's kind of it's kind of tough keeping up with Fudo basketball sometimes. I'm not going to lie. It's, yeah. Um, it's rough. To be fair, he'd probably be like one of your best players. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. We got we got quite a few transfers coming in, but I just, I don't know. That We could talk all day about he college basketball. All them five stars just to suck. 
It, it's crazy. Like, it's literally one of the most baffling things I've ever and then seen. Oregon I can't will explain it. never it, sign a five star, rarely yeah, sign a five star, and smoke the entire conference with a relative ease. Literally. Hey, Oregon State, though. How about those guys? Oh, in my Lord. Huh? I'm, I'm not even mad, man. Like, I know they beat us in like three different sports this year. I'm not even mad, though. Like, dude, it's kind of fun to Oregon see. Oregon State a rival. Uh, I know, you know the old I, heads get mad at me when I say that. I don't consider them a rival. I've lost to them how many times? Three in my life. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, between those two states, I Washington is definitely the biggest rivalry. Um, I really think that I didn't, like I said, I, I thought we had a chance, but I didn't think we had a great chance going into our visit. Mm-hmm. Like I said on the last I think, podcast, I yeah. like our chances at this point, man. Oregon I didn't think definitely we were doing that. Back in that I didn't think we were doing all that, man. I didn't know we were going yeah. balls to the wall with it. I think we'll really have to tell the Bama I think the Alabama it's visit huge. is going to be the biggest part. And I think if he goes there, the second last visit helps. For yeah, us. Definitely. I, we talked about that last episode too. Timing plays a huge role, right? Like I think it plays a bigger role than people realize. I said that word for word last time, but whatever. I mean, it's still a point to, to be made, you know? Yeah. Uh, into the in-depth topic. We just got retweets from the GM of college football on CFB home for oh, the uh, show. So that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, there you go. The in-depth topic being <laughs> record predictions for the 2021 football season. So let's start with the absolute worst record in the Pac-12. Ooh. Who did you give that to? Arizona. I, say, what'd you give them? I gave them one and 11. I mean, yeah. Okay, let's let's actually work our way up. Let's do the worst in each. So like the north and the south, because there's six in each. So we can kind of like tier them that way. Okay, so we're gonna go. Wait, 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 wait. Which way we want to go? I'm just saying, like we talk about, like you know, the worst in the north and the worst in the south, kind of together. Oh, okay, okay. Just so my worst in the south is gonna be Washington State at four and eight. Yeah, I didn't even give them that. I had them at two and ten. <laughs> what did you give Arizona? Uh, I gave Arizona one and eleven. Same. I, I had oh, them nine like their first game. Yep. <laughs> You're all good, Brandon. Those You're all good. We sets. appreciate you in here, man. <laughs> I'm. I'm interested to see what comes out of this Arizona State recruiting scandal. Um, I'm also still waiting because that bigger news is on the way, isn't it? Isn't there supposed to be more coming out of the pack? Oh, that's what I'm hearing. About scandals, but I mean, we won't know until that surfaces. I mean, rumors have it this week or next week, so I don't know. I guess we'll see. But yeah, Arizona and Washington State, I feel like that's pretty consensus. Um, they don't get a lot going for them. Arizona recruits poorly. Washington State recruits decent, I mean, not well. Yeah, um, not well. The in-state kids, they land are pretty solid, but they <laughs> have a tough time out of state. And, but nobody in Washington lands know. the best in-state kids. I mean... Yeah. He said, I mean, yeah. <laughs> hey, Sam, we got Sam Heward. We got Sam Heward. Yeah, if you I'll, didn't I'll land that. him, that would That's, be depression. That, dude, okay, with that with that family line, like, I would... Uh, and again, I, I don't know if Elijah I could be a Husky Holden. fan if they didn't land him. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, To be fair, we had Mark Helfrich at that time. So, for the yeah. next one, I kind of feel bad because I think that they're a much better team than this record. But it's just when I was going each game... It didn't turn out that way. I have Oregon State at five and seven, and Colorado at two and ten. See, I have I have Cal as my next worst team in the Pac-12 North at four and eight. 
I, have I do have Oregon State going in the north. Do you really? Yes. I find that fascinating. Okay, we'll we'll touch on that later. I have Cal at four and eight. I do have Oregon State at five and seven with you. I agree with you. Did there. you give Cal their have... guaranteed W against Washington? No, I actually gave the two losses. Uh, we'll t- you know we'll talk about that when we get there. <laughs> I think they'll they'll overcome the curse this season. But there's and Colorado uh, is your fifth in the South, right? Yes, correct right, at was... three and nine. The South um, so, is yeah. tough this year, man. The I South is tough. brutal this year. I'm not even gonna lie. It's tough. So who is your who is your next spot up for your two teams? I there's not all much right. to talk about with those four teams in my opinion. There's I, not much at all. Yeah. I got Utah at seven and five in the south at number four. I got Oregon State at five and seven in the north, and we both agreed at the Did you have them seven. three and six in conference? I had them two and seven in conference. Oh wow. Okay. Um I gave them the loss to UCLA, you probably gave them the win on. Yeah. Uh I don't think it was actually it might have been UCLA. I can So check. Mine, I have six and six Stanford and nine and three Utah. For your next spots? For the four spots where you just called out? Yeah. Yeah. So I have okay. I have Utah nine and three at fourth. Jeez. I have them at seven and five. <laughs> I have them third. Yeah. I have them winning their first four and then dropping to USC. I have Arizona State beating them. I have UCLA beating them. I have Stanford beating them. So Stanford's interesting. Stanford could be anywhere from six and six to nine and three, in my opinion. Yeah. Stanford's a real wild card. They're always I feel like that's how they have been ever like since they got past the Christian McCaffrey and, Bra- run and Andrew Luck run. I feel like they've kind of been that wild card team. Yeah, I, I, I like Utah's quarterback. They have a really solid quarterback coming in. Yeah. And I love uh we I love mentioning these names. I love Nephi Sewell on the defense. <laughs> no, bias there, no bias no there though no bias no i, I don't no you bias. know i don't have no bias towards the sewell family or their cousins or their other cousin or... who's a freshman bigger than jtt did you yeah, none one second about that did you see that yeah. kid freshman oh my god massive <laughs> oh my god yeah, bro, that picture is kind of unreal i don't know anybody that could make jtt look like human i don't know dude like that's kind of like ugh. <laughs> but yeah like fucking he made jtt look like a tiny kid and he's a freshman yeah. in high school yeah it's, it's and scary. guess where he's probably going probably oregon <laughs> i i wouldn't doubt it i love it i love it i'm go- see yeah. that's that fam we just talked about it that family, family. Aspect. yeah that's that's a literal family aspect though that's not a culture fact that's a literal but do you think <laughs> not that it makes much of a sold? difference do you think they would have been as sold on oregon if Penay didn't absolutely love it yeah no that's true yeah Penay like loves that place i don't i don't blame him he had a good run there you know okay next up at three in each side i have usc at number three in the south at okay. nine and three or er, wait i don't know if these standings are weird because i have usc and Arizona State both at nine and three. I have USC going seven and two in conference, and I have Arizona State going six and three. But I think actually, I think I have Arizona. There's State a bunch of beating. tiebreakers, so it could. Yeah, be, I think. I think I have team. Arizona State beating USC. I think that's why they're ahead of them. Gotcha. And yeah, who's your third I in do. the north? Let me guess. Third in the north is Stanford. Oh, I thought you were going to put us down there. No, I, <laughs> I refuse. I refuse to absolutely like crap on your guys's team until i see it because every time i'm like oh oregon's gonna suck this year they stomp through the conference so i'm just not gonna say anything so, i feel like this isn't a diss when i say i have washington at third at nine and three 
I don't think that's too slanderous. A nine and three season, solid season. A nine and three season realistically is not bad. Because I have Washington at ten and two. You wanna know what sucks? You know what I have you losing the tiebreaker to Cal. Really? Yeah. Oh shit. And then I have Arizona State at nine and three, third in the uh South. Jaden Daniels, yeah. really solid. There's a lot going on around that program. Well, uh, we'll have to see with them, but assuming that everything now is kind of just like a slap on the wrist and like they keep their kids and stuff and like that coaching and staff And transfers. And... Yeah, I think they will be up at the top of the South. I mean, nine and three to be third place, not too shabby. Honestly, Especially with no. how deep, in my opinion, the South is. The South is nuts this year. Washington, I think you guys have... High floor, low ceiling is my opinion. Who do you? So I assume you have us losing to you guys. Yes. And then also and then Cal. Cal and then UCLA. Okay, because I, I have uh, Washington losing to Stanford on the road. I mean, you lost to them when they were practicing in a park, so I could see it. Yeah, I have, I have them losing to Stanford on the road. I have UCLA upsetting them at home. Actually, with okay, uh, hold on, mute my mic. So, yeah, uh, basically, if you guys are just tuning in, we are... All right, Brandon. <laughs> uh, basically, if you guys are just tuning in, we're t- breaking down the conference records and who we think is going to be good. There's another appearance from another NAIA football player on there, you know. Uh, shout out at NAIA football on Twitter. So, right now, we've gone through... Personally, I have Arizona at 1-11, Colorado at 2-10, and Washington State at 4-8, and Oregon State at five and seven, Stanford at six and six. Then I have one, two, three, four Pac-12 teams going nine and three. Utah, Arizona State, Washington, and Cal all going nine and three. Okay, I'm back. By the way. Okay. So Sorry about that. <laughs> breaking into we're going back, going back to actually our third ranked teams. Yeah. Washington, we I feel like has a high floor, low ceiling team because hmm. I think you guys are going to lack the explosiveness to dominate a conference in a surprising because i mean if you guys ran through the conference completely like with fairly with fairly good ease it would be kind of surprising would you agree i mean i feel like yeah i think that goes for any pac-12 champ anyways i feel like especially in the north we kind of beat up on each other you know yeah and i i think that basically you're plagued by what you lost although you gained some of it back with the wide receiver uh, yeah. in the transfer portal it still we... it takes a minute to adjust and i think you drop some because of that yeah, I think the wide receiver room is definitely our rawest, our most, they're going to have the most to prove for sure out of our entire team. That wide receiver room with Dylan Morris, I mean, coming back, he's going to have new targets to throw to. I mean, for, rumor has it, spring game looked really good on uh, some of those connections, but I mean, still. Still got to make sure that timing is good when it matters. Yeah, you got to get the timing down with new guys. Like it's, there's Especially when be you some got Justin Flo running down your face. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so who are your second teams i have okay. usc second in the south at 10 and 2 and cal second in the north at 9 and 3 because they won the tiebreaker over washington not that i think okay. they're that much a better a team i just don't know why you guys cannot beat cal it's i you know i wish i could explain it i wish i had a reasoning but i have sat and watched washington struggle against that cal team since i i don't know it's been like at least it's like 2015, 2016, right? Like, I'm not tripping when I make that Since assumption. Since the playoff right? team, yeah. I think so. Like, the year after the playoff, it just has not gone well against them. And that's fair. The only thing is that I just have Cal so low. Just, I don't know, yeah, man. Yeah, we have completely different opinions on Cal. Isn't Garbers back? Yeah. I think so. And then they know. got Ken Wilson. So I'm really high on our linebacker coach. We lost to them. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I like their defensive coordinator, but I don't know. I like their coach. Too. I think I think there's a lot of difference, but I think they will be playing a lot of close games. That's I for think sure. They're gonna be they're gonna be kind of a wild card just because a lot of those games they'll play very Not, very close. How much impact do you think losing Tim DeRuiter has on their ranking for you? Uh, quite a bit. So really. say say they had Tim DeRuiter, do you think they would be second to last on yours? No, I have them probably ahead. I for sure have them ahead of Oregon State if they have them. Um, I might have them above Stanford too because I have Stanford at seven and five. I probably put Cal at eight and four with them. So I still I still have them pretty good as a solid nine and three team. But also always they could drop a game. I think I have them like yeah. upsetting UCLA or something. Okay. So who I are your you. who are your second teams? I'm assuming it's what Oregon and UCLA. <laughs> Oregon and Arizona State actually. <laughs> so what you have um, UCLA winning? Yes, Same. I have UCLA winning the South. I really do. I have a so lot of faith in that your team. Second, your second team yeah. before we get into that. So like we said earlier, Arizona State, it's going to depend on what comes of these allegations. But I think what besides that, what um, Herm Edwards has going on down there culture-wise, he's got guys buying in. They're good. They're talented. Jaden Daniels, Daniels is obviously, I mean, the face of that team right now, and he is a solid dude. I mean, he's up for the Heisman conversation already this season. Has it even started? I'm pretty sure. So, I talented team, uh, bringing decent amount of guys back, um, and I just think they're going to have a lot to prove, especially after the two and two season they had last year, losing close games to UCLA and USC. They're going to have a chip on their shoulder. I really do. I really do think that. Um, and I have them beating. USC at home. So, ASU? Uh, yes. ASU beating USC at home? Yep. Who, who, do you, who are their losses to? Their losses are to UCLA and Stanford. And Washington. Sorry. To who? I have Washington. Uh, UCLA. Sorry. Call them UCLA. Oh, I was, I was so confused. <laughs> I, uh, my so grandpa... you have them beating Oregon? <laughs> yes, I have them beating Oregon. Okay, so that means you have Oregon with two Wait, losses. No, they don't play three? Oregon. Oh, they don't play Oregon. Okay, so you have no, Oregon with two Oregon. losses being Ohio State and Washington? Yes, correct. And then you have Washington with two losses above Oregon with a tiebreaker. Yep. Gotcha. I have Washington losing to UCLA and Stanford. We so. both have Washington losing to UCLA. That's something I didn't yeah. expect us both to have. I do. That UCLA team, I think, is kind of a sleeper. Washington always has a home game that they struggle with every year, too. It's just kind of given with territory. There's, they're going to struggle Washington's at home. Washington's history with Chip, Chip Kelly isn't great, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, that I doesn't guess. matter with UCLA. It's just yeah. a jab I can make. Fair. Fair point. You can make that jab. I've seen somebody get mad. They're like, oh, that doesn't matter anymore. I know. I'm just here to talk crap. Like, <laughs> it's Well, yeah. I mean... You're, you're FQ Ducks. Like, exactly. That's what I, That's literally your Keemstar. job. Star. <laughs> hey, that's true. That's a hill. That's another hill I'll die on. You are <laughs> the FQ equivalent of Keemstar. I'm just saying. Not going to elaborate. You guys can figure that out if you know what that entitles, but hey. So going into our first place teams, we both have UCLA coming out of the South at 10 and 2. Mm-hmm. Who is UCLA's losses to? UCLA's uh, two losses are to LSU and to Oregon. LSU and Oregon. I yeah. have UCLA beating LSU. Okay. Losing to Oregon and losing to Arizona State. Okay. Yeah, so I can see that. I have Oregon. I believe I had us. Ooh, I'm pretty sure we lost. Well, obviously, we know the one loss is going to be Ohio State. Yeah. Who did I have as the second loss? I know I put it down here. 
Go to go ahead and give your points uh, about uh, UCLA while I look for our second loss. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think people realize they've, they've kind of gone under the radar. They land some pretty good recruits consistently. Um, and I think they have a lot of good players returning. Um, I forget that tight end's name. They got that dude coming back. They have pretty solid guys on defense coming back, I'm pretty sure. Like... I think people are going to sleep on this team also, and I think that's really going to be a detriment to the rest of the conference because the South especially is going to be looking at Arizona State and USC competing for that top spot. I think you're going to see Utah fall prey to it. I think you're going to see even, you know, you're going to see uh, Washington fall to it because they always struggle in, a, in games they should win. As a Husky fan, I can admit that. Um, it's frustrating to watch, trust me. Um, but... I, you're going to see a lot of teams fall fall victim to them and just how underrated they're going to be. So so I had Oregon losing to Ohio State. And if I'm not mistaken, I had us losing to UCLA in the regular season. Oregon. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Because they do. Oregon is the away team in that game. And so. Oregon tends to, whenever Oregon goes to conference championships against team they play in the regular season. We tend to lose to them in the regular season and then come back and smoke them in the championship game. Yeah. I don't true. know why we drop like like 2014. Marcus Mariota, drop a game to Arizona in the regular season, go into the, the Pac-12 championship game. I'm expecting a close game because, you know, we dropped the game to him early on. No, mm-hmm. we just fucking wash them. Like, we just blow yeah. them out of the water. And I'm just I like, forgot, because that year, wasn't Arizona like in the top 20 that year? They were they in were the like top 15. 10. They were they God. That's... They were ranked six when we played them. I cannot imagine Arizona being good. It's Khalil Tate's so first long. year. Yeah, that's I forgot about that. That's so crazy. Khalil Tate was that dude his freshman year, kind of like Jake Brown. UCLA was pretty good that year too, I think. UCLA I think had Josh Rosen. Yeah. So they, uh... and I have I have obviously Oregon and UCLA playing in the conference championship with Oregon winning in my opinion after losing to UCLA in the regular season. Yeah, I'm assuming you have See, Washington beating UCLA in the Pac-12. Yeah, and it's kind of the same philosophy because UCLA will beat them in the regular season. I think Washington will have it down and they'll beat them in the conference title. By the way, I also have every team except for or no, I think I have every team in the Pac-12 beating BYU in their games this year. Um, just ooh, to piss off the BYU fans. Yeah, it's always fun. I think I have BYU beating Washington State. I had Washington State in overtime, I'm pretty sure. I also have uh, BYU beating Arizona. Oh, that's and... Arizona's win. Yeah. <laughs> you have the... I'm I kidding. have, Arizona, I have winning... Arizona losing to BYU. I have Arizona winning their first game. I have Arizona winning against Northern Arizona. That one, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. why I have them beating. And then, yeah, and then that's it. <laughs> Hey, respect to them. I hope that if this Arizona State thing falls through, you guys get a bunch of their recruits and you guys are good again because it's hard to live down 70 to 7. I'm not going to lie. Not a good look. I hope you guys all stay sucking so we can keep stealing the best players out of the state of Arizona. Yeah, well, if Arizona State can't even land the best players in Arizona, Arizona can't even land the best players in Arizona. So, like, we just take them and they get the leftovers. Yeah. Also, yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about how Arizona State missed out on all seven blue chip prospects from their state in the 2021 cycle. Yeah, and Was... with a five-star, fringe five-star in their state, too. Yeah. What was Who was all in that class? Let me pull that up real quick. Yeah, and they literally landed, I think the only recruit in the top 20 that they actually landed 
was like number 14. He was a three star. <laughs> I love opening the list and just seeing a bunch of green O's. Yeah. It, uh, I think I saw it was like Utah, Oregon, and I think. Usla. Ukla. Yeah. So here's how it goes Bram Walden, the 65th ranked player in the nation, nine in his position, first in Arizona, Oregon. Ty Thompson, 80th ranked player in the nation, Oregon. Denzel Burke, 220th ranked player in the nation, Ohio State. Stephen Ortiz, <laughs> the 24th ranked corner, Minnesota. Jonah Miller, <laughs> the 18th ranked player uh, in the interior line, Oregon. Isaiah Newcomb, athlete, he's ranked as the 23rd best athlete in the country, UCLA. Kai Milner, the second quarterback in their top top 10 when their quarterback is leaving this year just note 31st ranked quarterback cal this name williams 49th ranked offensive tackle utah the uh the 35th ranked athlete ninth in arizona iowa state the 64th ranked defensive lineman ucla and i could keep going all the way until the 14th best player in arizona before they get one yeah um I'm sorry, but we should have knew something was up when they were losing out to Minnesota on uh, the best I love prospects Flight. in their state. I would. I love PJ Fleck too, so and I can I, see losing out on a player to him. I'm I'm kind of a pseudo Gophers fan because my dad and grandpa grew up over there, so like you know, kind of kind of pay attention to him a little bit. Big fan of PJ Fleck um, on the Rice football team. But how the hell are you losing out? Because Arizona State is also an on the Rice football team, expected to compete for the conference title if they don't lose everything from this scandal. How in the world are you losing top recruits at your state to Minnesota? I can understand the Oregon. I can understand the Ohio State. I can even maybe justify UCLA. What about Cal and, and Iowa State? Uh, no chance. I mean, I was okay. No, I take that back. Iowa State, I could see that team is really good. They beat Oregon. They're going to stay really good. Yeah, they're going to be good. So um, I, I actually updated to the 247 talent like composite. They actually have the 15th best player in Arizona. Brandon oh, Butler, Oregon commit linebacker. Okay, his fourteenth. Because I think that changed from when I wrote my article a few days ago. Now I, I want to check another 14th. state. <laughs> I don't think we should go into this <laughs> right we now. Should. I think, think we should. I think, I think we, we should, should avoid this topic. <laughs> okay, actually, something that you will enjoy talking about that I actually do want to bring up too: um, Washington and decommits. Very interesting thing what going on. What is up with that? I, you know, I don't and know. And then commits completely trashing Washington. I, and it really you seen that, is right? confusing. Yeah. Clowning y'all. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of amazing. And it makes me nervous for what's going on behind the scenes with Jimmy Lake and his staff. Because if you get one or two decommits, you know, I could see that. I mean, even upwards of like three or like three, like, okay, you know, stuff happens, but at the rate at which they've been coming out and it's been like a week or two after the commitment, you know, mm -hmm. like it's, it's bizarre. And I can't describe, like, I wish I had an insight to what was going on, why it was happening. Obviously you're assuming these players aren't taking their decision through, which sucks for them. Not every recruit has the um privilege of going through jtt's recruiting cycle where you know they're all five stars and they can get whatever they want you know because they're that high of a priority of a recruit you know um but still it 
brings up a lot of questions on what's going on behind the scenes. And, and the I don't have any insight. I feel like make it harder for you to recruit in the future because they're like, okay, why are oh, all these yeah, guys decommitting? Because, yeah, and especially, like, you know, reason. there's got to be a reason. You have the O-lineman, I, his name is slipping me, I apologize, but the O-lineman from uh, O'Day, which is kind of a pipeline for your University of Washington. You know, they're... 2021? A, yes. It happened. I mean, they were... He was a three-star, most recent... Uh, I could probably look it up on Twitter. Pull but, it up right now. Keep going. Yeah, but it's just it's very confusing. It it's really alarming when it's in state recruits as well, which is why the most recent decommit I think was yesterday of the that kid defensive from lineman OK. Antoine Brown. Defensive lineman, yes. Or wait, yes. He's the only ranked player from O'Day, but he's a two star. Is he a two star? Only ranked player from and you. Uh, uh, okay, fire everybody. You lost a two star to Air Force. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta look this up now. It's... I'm looking on 2021, and I looked through all the college or the high schools: LaSalle, Ranton, Federal Way, Camas, Eatonville, Yelm. The highest one from that school. Hey, is... Yelm, by the way, don't like that school. Don't like them. Just, just uh, oh, not that Owen, it matters. Oh, and Pretense, Princess. No, because he's star. Yeah, he yeah, didn't. The, the, so the next right, highest ranked player from that school is a two star at Air Force, Antoine Brown, edge defender. Hmm. That's not. I know it's not him. Nobody else is ranked. That's okay. Hold There's on. There's a corner gotta... from O'Day who is going to Columbia, which I mean, it's Columbia. Okay. Oh, okay. Seattle, Washington, O'Day, offensive lineman Mark Nabu. What year? Uh, tw- dude, I should really be up to date on this, but I'm I'm really not. I'm assuming it's 22 because uh, I don't see him. It must be 22. Yeah, oh so God. what? Which, and then you lost. What's the other guy who decommitted the same day Sir Mel's did? Slips the mind because Sir Mel's was a lot bigger of a deal. Because Sir Mel's is a kind of a monster. And also, like, it's it's kind of scary to see how it's not just a decommit. It's like a separating entirely from... 2022. Okay. But yeah. yeah, 2022. But still, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's 21 or 22. Uh, like, like I told still... you, I think that uh, it was really alarming to see them both decommit immediately after getting offers from Oregon. Yeah. And I, I... I don't care as much as y'all people want to call it coincidence. Uh, two at the same time getting the same offer from the same school doesn't sound like a coincidence. Wasn't it on the same visit, too? Uh, it was. Yeah. I think it was on the same visit. Yeah, it's never it's never a good look. And I mean, obviously you can argue it's this, you can argue it's that. It's a really bad look. And I mean, one coincidence, two coincidences can happen, freak coincidence can happen. But if it's something that we see consistently pop up, then real questions are going to be raised on if Washington can even recruit in their own state because Oregon's just picking kids off. Can and you, that's I can't think of one that's off the top of my head. Can you think of another player who was thought to be Washington bound who ended up going to Oregon? Would Troy Franklin fit that? I think you could put him in that category. Did you guys like really expect him like that? I don't know if we really expected him, but we were definitely in the conversation. I don't think it was like, oh, it's between us and one school. Like we we knew we were in the mix. Um, you guys need to not let stuff like that happen this year because like you got Dave Lulee, Tobias Merriweather, Josh Connerly, Otten's going to Washington, Deshaun Misa, Malik Agbo. Yeah. There's so many guys who are really solid players. Yeah, and, and you know I what's mean, crazy? Only one of them seems like a Washington favorite. Yeah, 
I mean, I still think we land Connerly, but all those are question marks, and it shouldn't be. That shouldn't be the case with Washington being, you know, this this competitive program that we all say it is, and like that everybody, all Husky fans, and I think most Pac-12 fans would argue is the case. Yeah, you're, like, you're a quality program in the Pac-12. I just, you know, I think Oregon fans, they're not fully trashing on you guys. I think they just don't believe, whether they disagree or whether you guys disagree or not, I just think Oregon fans don't believe you're on Oregon's level. I don't think we well, all yeah. believe you suck completely. We're going to tell yeah, you you no. suck. But well, it's a rivalry. You're gonna, you know, we could both be undefeated going into our man, you know, still game, and we're gonna say, Oh, we suck. Like, that's a rivalry, like, that's mm-hmm. how it goes. But at the right? same time, I think even if you put them to a lie detector test, I think Oregon fans would believe that you guys are not at Oregon's level. Yeah, and I mean, you look at pretty much everything else, recent results, uh, rivalry results. I think, I mean, we still put up wins, but you know, we're still not in that conversation. We've made the college football playoff once. Oregon's made it what? Have they once. made it twice? We've made it once, once. but we won. But they did what? Game. They won their game. They made it to the national championship. Won it by know. a lot too. Yeah, um, Oregon definitely more prevalent on a New Year's level, on a national uh, level, like playing on a national, other national yeah. teams. Yeah. You guys play again, really well against these West Coast teams. You guys beat, even beat us like a quality West Coast yeah. team. So you're beating them. But the minute you guys go to play somebody a little mm-hmm. farther east, for some reason yeah. it becomes a problem. I don't think – I think Alabama was a game a lot of Husky fans were expecting to lose. Um, I mean, you could ask I think most everybody of them. expects to lose Alabama I think everybody, yeah. And it's – that's, you know, that's not a testament because Washington was really good that year. But it's Alabama. Like, you that's know, tough. and it's our first time on that national stage. It is very tough. I'm looking Granted, at Nabao. The teams, mm-hmm. the teams that people are thinking he's going to go to now are Michigan or Texas A and M. God, that's a far way to go. That is, it, if you're losing out to in-state recruits, three to stars, Michigan, three Michigan, stars. three-star commit to Michigan. I'm sorry, dude. I don't care how much of a brand Michigan has. Like that should not be happening for their the recent results that they've had. If y'all and lose like, to Michigan, I'm dogging you. I'm literally like I might just if we you lose might to never... Ohio State. What are you going to say? Oh, you lost to a top five team in the country. You guys you lost you, a game you were supposed to lose. <laughs> Y'all lose the like, Michigan. I'm dogging you. Better not get you on might, Twitter. You might not hear from me. I'm not going to like not get on Twitter. I I might just burn my phone. I might just <laughs> throw it in the ocean. Like I don't know. I'm I'm gonna lose it. It's not gonna be good. Obviously, I'm not gonna lose it. Like freak out. But I'm just gonna be like, okay, not gonna go on Twitter for two weeks. So. Your, your DNs will be blown up. I got you, buddy. Yeah. Huh. Don't wish that omen on me. Okay. I'm not, I'm not a freak. Okay. I'm just a, I'm just a lowly Washington analysis, Twitter page. That so, doesn't do a lot of analysis, but if the 2022 class, let's just say worst case scenario happens. And the only elite player you land out of Washington is Ryan Otten. What happens mm. with the staff? Uh, there's no I way y'all this... can let that happen two years because you guys didn't do great in washington last year yeah you can't like what do you do i think they still stick around i think the whole staff i think most of the staff i don't think if there are coaches that leave there's going to be a couple i think too many people are attached to jimmy lake i think I don't know. I just don't see a lot of that staff changing if for that, a while. So if that whiffs, would your opinion change? Yeah. What would your opinion be to do? I think if you lose out on most of those guys in 2022, you got to look inward and think like, I don't think Jimmy Lake's got to go per se, but I think you got to look at a lot of your staff and really evaluate, you know, like what's going on. I'm going to say this I mean? name until he's a head coach somewhere. Um, If worst case happens, 
throw the bag at Dante Williams. No, no, no. Think, think about this. USC was recruiting outside of the top 100. They hired yeah. Dante Williams and recruiting in the top 10. Very true. Very true. I think it's top, worth a that's shot. A 95% I th- it'd, be, it'd definitely be worth looking into. Now, I, I don't, do I think you could pull him out of LA? Probably not, especially with his family. Probably guys. not. But yeah. would you be like, don't fire Lake, but just be ready to if Dante would come. I still like Lake. Will, I, li- I think he's going to be a I power five head coach. I just think Dante yeah. Williams is going to be like a national championship head coach. Yeah, I I love Lake. I really like him a lot. I just think he'll be on the hot seat after that happens. I don't think he'll really be on the hot seat either, after but... this first class. I think you'll be looking at him like, okay, like Jimmy, like what's going on if we don't land a lot of in-state recruits for 2022. I don't think, you know, they're going to be looking to mass exodus the program yeah, yet. Yeah. I think you'll be looking at if they ha- if going into 2023, that class is looking rough. They'll be in the hot seat. I don't think you're going to see a lot of staff changes until 2024 goes awry. I think it's going to be a while before you saw, see a lot of internal changes in that staff because even with how bad recruiting is going, you know, you could still look at Washington and say they're competitive, and I think that's good enough. All right, Clay for, as as much as I hate to say it, I think most people are going to say, oh, it's, I mean, I don't know about fans, but I think people I mean, in charge Seattle, Yeah, decision. the people in Seattle aren't going to care as much because, like, how much do they truly care? Like, the fans care. How much the does care. the administration, the presidents, the boosters truly care about football? Yeah, it's, I mean, Washington is definitely a school where academics are harped on the most. It's definitely our most attractive quality as a school. Not, I mean, Overall, I'd say even for athletes looking like, okay, like UW, I'm going to get an amazing education, like a national top education. That's the one thing that the school harps all the time. Football-wise, I think think that's kind of bad, though, that the first thing doesn't come into their head is, oh, we can win here. Yeah. Um, That's a whole other topic for a whole other day. But um, it's just, I don't know. I don't think you're going to see that staff change unless something drastic happens. Dante Williams is the number one rated recruiter in 2022. Okay. I mean, I knew he was up there, number one. I, not that I'm surprised. I didn't expect him to Let's be Let's check one, 2021. Though. Dante Williams is a third-rated recruiter in 2021. Let's check 2020. <laughs> Just keep going back. Where was he at, Oregon? I think so. Oh, I don't know if he was primary on a lot of guys. Yeah. I don't know if he was primary on a lot of guys because he was he was recruiting a lot of the same guys Cristobal was. Yeah. So I, I think... Something to note, too, is that Washington has been hyping up this month of June because they have a lot of four stars on campus. I think this coming weekend, even. Breaking news. Everybody was hyping up June. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to see. It's on Twitter all over the place. And you're going to see. I'm interested to see how June goes because I think. um, I'm interested to see how July 1st goes when JTT has to commit. That dude, I think all eyes. Are, I mean, everybody's gonna be watching edge of their seat. That thing, and, uh, that day's finally, yeah. <laughs> Which so, I mean, power to power to him for sticking it out and really thinking about this decision. But mm-hmm. holy cow, and dude, being like, quiet about it the whole time. Yeah, which is really impressive. So but. how do you, how do you feel about this tweet? He's kind of getting ratioed right now. This is gonna be the last thing. We're just touching on some small stuff. Some of this might get out in the show. Some might not. Just getting ratioed. Uh, Hood Husky. Oh God. Like love one him. retweet. Uh, six, if you're watching this, I love you, by the way. Don't, one don't retweet, 16 quote tweets, and a lot of replies. 
He said, if you're from Washington and choose to go to Oregon, you're intentionally saying fuck you to your home state's college football fans, which is fine. Just don't act soft or get defensive when the smoke come. I see the argument he's making. But at the same time, what if the kid doesn't think he can win at Washington and he wants to win? Like, what if his opinion... Yeah. May, could have, everyone can have different opinions. What if his opinion is he can't win? Yeah. I mean, you got to blame the kid for wanting I mean, to win. I don't, yeah, I don't blame the kid, you know, in that case for doing what he thinks is best for him and his football career and the team he's going to play for. Like, I don't blame him at all for that. I think you can't have kids walking around saying that they're hometown heroes if they willingly choose a rival over their hometown school. I think you have kids going out of state saying, oh, I'm a hometown hero. Oh, you know, putting on for my city. But you didn't go to the school that you were from, like where your city is. I think that's the argument he's trying to make. Probably could have worded it quite a bit better. But at the same Um, time, how many of those kids growing up was their hero? Do you genuinely think their hero was Jake Locker? Do you think it was Marcus Mariota? If they're young kids coming up now. I mean, are we talking players they watch or are we talking teams? Because that's different too. Who was their idol players? if you're looking what, at, I, I mean, are you going to name a players. Washington player who's going to be someone's idol? Like, I'm modeling my game after who? John Ross? I could see. Marcus Peters? Nah. I could see. But Marcus Peters is trashing the program every other day. Yeah. So, like, uh, Buda Baker. Buda Baker? That's a solid one. I'll give you that one. So, ba- like, I mean, but, but still, it's. Not, yeah. There's not you're a gonna lot of You're going to have a lot of these like, recruits oh, coming through the kid who I saw. Model my game after. Yeah, they saw, you know, Marcus Mariota growing up. Deanna, Anthony Thomas. Anthony Thomas growing James. up. Michael James, you're going to see. go farther south, Reggie Bush. Yeah. Well, they I weren't mean... seeing Reggie Bush. They probably. Yeah, that's that's Carson kind of Palmer. beyond. No, no. No, that's too Sam old Sam Darnold. <laughs> <laughs> I um, had a great college career, but I still have a hard time thinking that. Uh, whatever. Power to you, Sam Darnold. Best of luck in Carolina, big fellow. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I like him as a person. He seems like a nice guy. Seems like a cool dude. You I, know, you know, Josh so... Rosen never got a fair chance. Oh my god, that is a career that just was doomed from the start. Poor kid, dude. Which I'm not mad about it because I'm an Arizona fan and we drafted Kyler and Kyler is way better than Josh was ever going to be. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, Arizona was in a tough spot when they picked up Rosen, you know? I kind of wish we waited and got Herbert, though. I mean, whatever. Seahawks fan can't complain too much, so, you know. That division, man, that's going to be tough. That division's going to be ape shit. It's full of Pac-12 players, too. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, I think Washington has like five Cardinals. to ten, some, somewhere in that range on the Arizona Cardinals. So I bet, yeah, I bet that kind of, of is, I bet that is kind of oh, mixed annoying. feelings for you. But I love Buda Baker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude's a But there's freak. a couple of Huskies who suck on our team, and I love getting mad at them. That's fair. I mean, there's a, I wish I knew all the guys on Arizona that played at Washington, but I don't because I know not all of them play all that much. Yeah, um, the the corner and the safety dude, but that's about it. The yeah. other the what, I think it's tight end. He played a little bit, and then we realized he sucked, and we stopped playing him. Tight end factory, though. I will say, Utah produces some pretty good tight ends. You you produce tight ends who are good in college. They're mediocre at best in the NFL. Okay, Will Disley would be up there for one of the better tight ends of the league if he wasn't so damn injury prone. Okay, and and fucking Farrell Brown. Oh, actually, I think Farrell Brown's gonna blow up next year. I think Will Disley, if he stays healthy, will blow. Did you see Farrell Brown at Houston at all last year? I did not know. Let me while we're on the show, let me pull <laughs> let me pull this up for you. Pull I thought up. he was done. Like 
I'm going to be 100%. I thought he was done. You know, his chance was over. I've seen some clips from last year. I said, never mind. Where is he at? Right here. It's this one. Is this one of the good ones? I mean, that's just a good catch. Hold on. He's made some nutty plays, man. This yeah. one right here. Like, what is this? Are you DMing me these? Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, because I'm not seeing anything. So, okay. Oh, this is the one I was looking for. This is the one I was looking for. Right there. On FQ Washington. Right there, man. That second one. Fuck the first one. Oh, my God. Right? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go down, bro. <laughs> Do you see what I mean by he could break out next year? Yeah. That was some scary looking stuff. Yeah. He could break out next year. I still want Royce Freeman I, I, to get a real chance. Yeah. Royce Freeman's getting treated like LaMichael James That's did. Fair. I mean, there's... Except for, obviously, LaMichael James had a little more clout. I was going to say, definitely had more clout, but... Yeah, I could so, see that. He, got, he was yeah, playing really well, it's... got hurt. Philip Lindsay was playing really well. Like... Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. Philip Lindsay came out of nowhere. That dude, that dude's a story in and of itself. I I love following him. So much. His journey's been pretty cool. Bro, I didn't realize there were so many players at Oregon this weekend. Jaden. Oh yeah, that it seemed like a just whole reunion out there. There were there were like three five star defensive linemen there, by the way, visiting. Three or four. Yeah. The so so I, mean, I didn't you... think I didn't like JT's visit date because I was looking at the 2021 visitors and like or the 2022 visitors and I was like I don't like this very much. When I see five star 2023 and projected five star 2024 guys there with them, I'm like okay maybe the staff knows what they're doing more than I do. Just maybe. I mean, there's a reason they're on that staff and you're not, I guess, right? Huh? Yeah, they they have all these five star defensive line recruits to go along with the Forrest Buckner, Haloti Nada, and Eric Armstead yeah. there, and I was just like okay. Also, I can't stress this enough because I feel like people think we know everything. We don't. We just like to talk. We like to talk about it. I think people on Twitter assume we think we know everything. We don't. <laughs> Someone I said wish, I can't take I wish, an L. I take a lot of L's. I just don't care. You take quite a few L's, but you'll never admit it. You just take them and keep going. I don't give a shit. That's what you got to do. It's Prove me Twitter. wrong. I'm going to ignore you and back like I didn't see it. Yeah. I mean, there's always going to be something you're wrong about, especially with how much you tweet on your account and your personal account. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd be pissing people. I piss, I piss off duck fans too, though. So, yeah. I fuck. I don't know. I, I don't really have takes that piss off UW fans, but I uh, just kind of let the Oregon fans off piss Oregon them fans off. Fans is that I think Vernon Adams was better collegiate quarterback than Justin Herbert, and that I think Anthony Brown is not that good. Well, I, I can get the Anthony Brown thing. I still don't know if I'm sold on your Vernon Adams take. You must not have watched that hey 2015 man, you you. team without him. I really didn't. But Well, still, I mean, that bowl game says enough, I feel like. We were up 38-0. He gets hurt, we lose. I guess, but I don't... So, okay, let me, let me set this for you. This is not just me being an Oregon fan when I say this part. When he was fully healthy before he broke his finger and, like, his throwing hand... We were projected to make the playoff. Mm. 
He gets hurt. We made the Valero Alamo Bowl and lost after being up 38-0 at a half. The Alamo Bowl, what a game. But um, what a bowl, huh? That's a bowl but, for Washington, uh, not for us. That is, hey, we have the Holiday Bowl too. Don't take that away from us. Okay? And, the, and the Heart of Dallas Bowl, don't forget that one. Oh, God. Was it that? Who was that? Was that the Boise State Bowl? That was, no, that was the Vegas Bowl. Oh, uh, that was, uh, was it Duke? Did y'all play Duke? Duke? Oh, my God. The Heart of Dallas I don't Bowl? Know. Yeah. I don't remember I don't the know. Heart we of lost Dallas. The, we lost the New Year's <laughs> Six game, I believe. And y'all won your Heart of Dallas, and we're talking mad crap. We're, 